Hey friends, we recorded this episode on uh, September 27th, which was a mere uh, two days, I think, before they announced the community movie is actually finally happening, which uh, is why we don't actually talk about it at all in this episode. We do make references to the movie, but that is that same sort of idea we've had before of, you know, this movie is going to happen someday, perhaps, maybe. We'll see, hopefully. Um, and so we uh, didn't, you know, expect that a an announcement would be made uh, just two days later that the community movie would be happening. So, yeah, we we don't we don't talk about the big news at all. Um, so don't be confused when we're just like, oh, ha ha ha. That movie will maybe happen someday, perhaps. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll get into it more next week. Uh, but yeah, we recorded right before it happened. So uh, don't expect any news about that from us. Anyways, enjoy the episode. I didn't just masturbate in the study room. I masturbated everywhere. Good morning, morning Greendale. Greendale. I'm, I'm Ben. Hope oh, we didn't talk about this one. <laughs> <laughs> We're Ben and Mike. We and do, we do one thing that requires any free conversation, and we didn't even have the conversation. I was too busy during our ho- our uh, pre-show just now uh, singing the Fraser theme song. So yeah, that's what I did in lieu of planning. I'm Ben, and I'm Mike, and here are your morning announcements. Uh, the blues are calling again, um, and I don't know yeah, what to sure do are. with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Um, they are calling again. Good night, Seattle. Today and we're talking about on the internet season community season five episode four cooperative polygraphy. I will say that I do not have a lot of notes, uh, so let's go into. Oh, uh, outsourcing Mike's bits, and it might be a long one because you never know. <laughs> it's such a good episode this week. Anyway, uh, no, let's let's get that good good shuffle again. I do not foley this, so anything that comes across is kind of an accident. So enjoy. Uh, and now I'm pulling a card, and boy, this has a lot of words on it. Um. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, this is, this is surprisingly specific. <sighs> okay, hit me with it, my friend Ben. And you, if there is a way you can upset me with this, <laughs> I'll put it that way. Would you rather be handcuffed to the most annoying person you know for twenty-four hours, <laughs> or go camping with someone who likes you but you don't like back? Wow. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm um, telling you, this is a this is a bizarre one. So, here's my take on this. Okay. Um, being handcuffed to someone you don't like for 24 hours. Oh, no, the most was it the most annoying person you know for 24 hours? Be handcuffed to the most appoint- annoying person you know for 24 hours. That's some sitcom stuff. Yes. Right. That. I mean, that, they're so, both sitcom. I, they're both sitcom yeah, things. Yeah. The handcuff thing is like 
I feel like the handcuff thing is sweeps uh, and camping with someone who doesn't who likes you, but you don't like them is just like a normal sitcom. Sure. Um, Unless it's a romantic will they won't they thing. And then that is uh, end of season cliffhanger. Ooh. Right. But it doesn't say romantically. So I'm not going to assume that it's a romantic thing. It's just someone is like. That's fair. That is you. That is you, you, it. Does not say likes you romantically, or um, or it, it's not something that like likes you. Because right. as we all know the, from from uh, school, if someone like likes you, that's bigger than just liking you. Well, as we all know um, from Garfunkel and Oates, like can lead to like like, and like like can lead to love. Mm-hmm. Sure as the stars above, I'd really like to f- you. It's how the song goes. It's great. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I think I think so. Being handcuffed to someone for twenty four hours in general, it doesn't matter. Yeah, who it is, that is a logistical nightmare. Sure, because at some point you got to pee, right? Like, right. It doesn't. I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be handcuffed to my wife for 24 hours. Like right. the logistics, the logistics of that alone is a nightmare. Right. It and, means you're calling I, out of and work I, and I, or she's, you know, working where you are. Or something be- like that. Believe it or not, believe it or not, I'm going to blow your mind here. I actually like my wife. So I do want to point out the whole try guy things is like being demonstrative about liking their wife. Okay. What the hell is a try guy? Because I've existed on Twitter today and people are like, try guy this, try guy that. And I'm like, what the, what the hell is a try guy? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I want to know, No, to be I, honest. I mean, I think I have to tell you at this point, because you did ask the question. Basic, and, and we'll get back. Don't worry, outsourcing Mike's Bits fans. We'll get back to the bit. Um, but the Try Guys are like a a group of uh, video producers that y- used to be at BuzzFeed and made funny videos where they, you know, tried things, basically. Like they tried foods or they tried what labor pain feels like. Um, and they're also guys, so, you know, they're men and, you know, guys. But one of them was very, very like, oh, I love my wife. My wife is amazing. I'm I'm a wife guy. And he was the one that uh, was uh, currently uh, suspected of cheating on his wife. So. I'm there's sorry a whole I lot, asked. So, there's a whole lot more there. And friend of the podcast, Emma, I believe, can can give you some of it because she's been a fan of the Try Guys because she discussed a lot of the Try Guys to me. Um, but I, uh, I that's all I got right now. And uh, so just there there are uh, there are drawbacks to being a very, very big wife guy. Uh, anyways, I don't want to be handcuffed to my wife for 24 hours and I like her. Uh, I don't want to be handcuffed to someone I find the most annoying person even more than that, because on top of the fact that you've got to deal with all the same logistical issues of being handcuffed to someone you like, like bathroom times and And now um, you're just basically hanging out with a jerk like sleeping because like that's always gonna you're gonna be like one person's arm is gonna be like twisted up like it's it's gonna be a nightmare um and then on top of that they're the most annoying person that you know um right good 
fodder for a 1990s sitcom full oh, of laugh yeah. tracks. Um, I expect a lot of laugh tracks on that, like somewhat like I'm trying to sleep, but then they like scratch their nose in their sleep and it, my hand comes up and hits myself in the face. Like, and then I like a laugh track this, happens. Yeah, I could absolutely um, see this happening to Tim the Toolman Taylor and Al. Like uh, I could, and, and, but it would be like like Tim being wanting more power and Al being like, "Can I just sleep? Good God!" Uh, that's uh, pretty much the premise of the show. Yes, Tim wants more power <laughs> and Al it just doesn't want, want anything just, to do with it. Just wants to rest. That's, Let the man rest. That's that's uh, we we did our uh, home improvement uh rewatch podcast <laughs> we, we summed we up the whole mini- thing in four <laughs> sentences um, Except, and then okay, went hold on oh. hold on hold on one of the kids goes goth in that show we have to talk about that if we're doing a mini <laughs> dual time or not even i did the, the show in the show home improvement podcast he goes goth or emo it's great i like the idea of doing a rewatch podcast that is uh three episodes which is one episode that is the entirety of the show up until the episode that the kid right. goes goth. One episode on the one where he goes goth. No, no, but it's not just and one. Then, there is a period of time in which he's goth. It's great. Oh, that's too many episodes. Okay, well, one one for the period we'll of time it. where he's yeah, a goth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one for the period of time when he's not a goth anymore. And it's I three feel episodes. Like people are, <laughs> are going to be like, hey, he's not goth. He's like this... You know. We are going to be sued by Tim Allen um, oh, because well, of all I the mean, things I'm that I'm going haven't... to say. I'm going to say there's a lot. There is a lot that I'm going to say, and it is going to get us sued. Oh, um, I, yes, absolutely. I'm surprised we haven't gotten sued yet. And about 80% of it is just going to be going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, and yet somehow we get def- defamation from that? I don't know. Uh, to answer your question, going camping with someone who likes me, but I don't like them, uh, doesn't sound like the worst thing, because at least I know that they are going to, you know, be nice to me for that weekend. Sure. Um, it may and- be a lot, but also, frankly, spending my time surrounded by people who like me, but I don't like them is about half of my college experience sure the other half being being around people i like who don't like me right i've been on both sides of that and that's about the combined the two is about 98 percent of my college experience and then two percent actual good friends sure yeah i i I think i'm with you the being handcuffed to an annoying person like you said being handcuffed to any person or even like any animal would be kind of a, a drag because you know you're you're then linked clearly linked at that moment so yeah you have to go pee well i guess we're i'm peeing this direction you gotta look that way or i don't want to get it on you or like now i have to take a big poop and oh no it's a big poop and you now you you'd have to deal with that right inevitably the stress of the situation is going to be like great you now have the worst stomach problems of oh, your absolutely. life and and on top of that you are handcuffed to somebody now now we're really talking in sitcoms by the way that sounds mm-hmm. like i mean uh, it, th- consider the scene in dumb and dumber where uh he's having i the was thinking issues. i was yeah I, my brain went right to dumb and dumber as well before you well, even think, said it and i, I don't think it's th- <laughs> i don't like it 
I think it's the classical I'm having a bad time in the bathroom scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how if, you called it if, the classical and not the classic. Because classical implies, <laughs> like, classical music is hoity-toity. Yeah, yeah. Classical yeah. bathroom problem scene. Right. We watch that sounds scene like, like, yes, indeed. Oh, yes, hmm, indeed. Quite. Hmm, hmm. Oh. <laughs> and then... Uh, I don't know what this podcast is anymore. Let's. Well, let's I do haven't it. answered yet. Though. <laughs> I agree with you. Going camping with someone who likes you, but you don't like back. I've done uh, not camping, but like going to the pool mm-hmm. and it's awkward. Yeah, sure. Cause they clearly want to like, you know, mm-hmm. kiss maybe, or like hang out with you. And you're like, I think I'm good, but I'm not pooping next to somebody with mm-hmm. the worst diarrhea of my life because of the situation, mm-hmm. literally feet away. So I'm, yeah, I'm going with the uh, camping for someone who likes you, but you, you don't like back. I mean, also you can be, you know, the the whole thing about being Southern is being nice, but like not con- like, oh, oh, sugar, you're, everything's good. Don't worry about it. You know, that kind of thing of mm-hmm. like, oh, everybody's really nice to me, but they're not really like, it's a, it's a. I will say there are people that are just really nice in the South, but there's also people that are nice in the South that hide that kind of like, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm from the South and, you know, I can, I can make that work. Um. Also, you know, if no, if no one knows that they're going camping with you, uh, you can murder them and hide the body in the woods and then um, no one ever has to know. And uh, anyways, let's do a podcast. Holy shit. Was not anticipating that. Episode four of (laughs) (laughs) I would like to tender my resignation from the podcast. We talk about home improvement a little bit. It's like, get that in there. Get that in there. <laughs> Damn it. Community Season 5, Episode 4, Cooperative Polygraphy. Um, this is a bottle episode, which even in the title is referencing our previous bottle episode yes. of Cooperative Calligraphy, mm-hmm. which takes place graphy. in the same study room. Uh, very bottle episode. Yes, indeed. Um this is also the episode that when COVID started, the whole uh, community mm, yes. cast got together and did a a virtual table read of this episode, mm-hmm. and it was funny as hell. It was incredible. Um, everyone, I- everyone was there. Plus, Pedro Pascal right. played the role of uh, Mister Stone, right? The one played and- in the show by Walton Goggins, <laughs> and he. Absolutely lost it every time he had to say lines about the canisters of hypervirile sperm. I hope we're not spoiling um, it for anybody who who chose to listen to it before uh, watching. Uh, but there's um, a lot of sperm in this one, not uh-huh. just from one Pierce Hawthorne. Um, and so we're talking. Yeah, I'm was, talking about Chang. I'm talking about Chang. He masturbated everywhere. Everywhere. So my favorite thing is how many times he like they reference that and everybody's like pulling their hands off the table and into themselves. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. A, a wonderful little moment. Um. So yeah. So 
this episode, for that reason, uh, holds a lot of uh, special place in my heart because you you remember you remember like April of 2020 when like it was rough. Nothing were nothing rough. made any sense, and we were all like. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to die if I don't literally bleach my grocery bags. Um, I still and- remember the first time. Uh, so my wife did the uh, the grocery duties at the very beginning, and we were like literally like doing that bleaching stuff outside, and then like mm-hmm. she was handing it in and like with like all the gloves and all the masks and mm-hmm. every and all, like like surgical masks and surgical like it was just. What a wild time that uh-huh. was. And, um, you know, meanwhile, like, we're all like, I don't I don't know what life even is anymore. And then the community crew comes together along with special guest Pedro Pascal. And who is make a treasure? A lot of, who is a treasure? I, um, I, I am always in... Uh, apparently, I want to point out... Now, I, mm-hmm. this is not a community-specific thing. But okay. Pedro Pascal seems to be uh, typecasted as a dad who's just trying so hard. Because he's the Mando, the uh-huh. Mandalorian with with mm-hmm. said baby Yoda. Uh-huh. He is in The Last of Us as Joel. He's mm-hmm. trying so hard to be a good dad. That, that's that's a great casting, by the way. Oh, it's I, great! I, love it. I cannot I love it. wait to watch that show. Mm-hmm. Have I played the game? No. Will mm-hmm. I? Honestly, I don't know if I'll actually watch it because it sounds sad. Um, based on the game, yes, absolutely. Um. So, uh, I'm so not, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm lo- looking for sad vibes right here. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for funny. That's why I started watching uh, what we do in the shadows. And my wife is not a big fan, but I'm like, I'm loving this. I love Matt Barry. Oh, it's so it's so it's good. so good. It's so good. I've um, I watched two episodes, and I'm like, yeah, I can see why people like this show. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the sweet cheese reference. Uh huh. No, you're you're in for some good times, my dude. Um. Like legitimately, Absolutely. I'll like I'll I'll be scrolling through TikTok and then it'll just be like, here's five clips of what we do in the shadows of Matt Berry <laughs> saying things kind of weird, and uh-huh. I'm like, God, I want to watch more of the show. That's how we talk in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> it's so good. It's I love so what good. we do in the shadows. Um, so uh, we, it, this is a community podcast. We do not talk about community. Um. I think you're I think you'll find this is actually a home improvement podcast. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> Jesus, uh, it, it's a uh, home improvement podcast and also one about sperm. Uh, there was an episode of home improvement where his wife's trying to get him to get a vasectomy and he doesn't want to. And then the the whole end of the episode is him talking to a friend of his who's like, oh, yeah, I got a vasectomy and it rules because my wife and I get to bang all the time. <laughs> and I'm like. I mean, as an as an adult, I'm like, yeah, OK, like I that's could see co- that. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I approve this message. As a kid, <laughs> I was like, I hate this. I hate everything <laughs> that is going on. I hate I hate the I hate the fact that this exists and I hate the fact that I saw it and sure. I hate the fact that when I'm 37 I'm going to be talking about it with a friend on a podcast. What the hell is a podcast? We I don't to know. The internet for everyone to listen to for free. But then everyone's going to know that Tim the Toolman Taylor's <laughs> friend bangs his wife all the time because he got a vasectomy. Community <laughs> is a great show so, and we're talking on. about it. Yeah, I 
my favorite thing is the fact that you went with that for vasectomy uh, related media, and my my touchstone for vasectomy vasectomy vasect. Oh my lord! I've had two two drinks and I'm already out. Uh, vasectomy related media is uh, uh, Michael Scott going snip snap snip snap. Um, so we both have a different touchstone when it comes to mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. vasectomy related media. Oh, so. <laughs> Please God, I, I don't. This be, is going to be the, the episode. Prob- okay, so the problem is when you make that sound that close to us referring to vasectomy, is that that's what I expect the sound to be now, and after you get a vasectomy, and I do not want that to be the sound. This is going to be the last episode where we have any listeners, uh, which yes, is great. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely I mean, great. <laughs> well, I, we, we, you know, Tim the Toolman Taylor, he's kind of. Uh, you know, he he's a popular guy, and pe- he's gonna sue us for defamation, and we have to put our our shows onto the dark web now. So, in this episode of Community that we're discussing, because yeah, we we're, believe it or not, it. we're a community <laughs> podcast. This episode takes place immediately following the funeral of one Pierce Hawthorne. Right. They are literally walking into the study room in the laser lotus robes that they are wearing. They have an Energon pod full of Pierce, but also Pierce's body is also buried somehow. Well, Don't question like it. Well, there's like a soul, like, essence thing. Don't question it. It's I'm all in a pamphlet was... that Troy has. Just just read the pamphlet. It's I believe fine. Troy is pretty persuaded by said pamphlet. I mean, it's when you're uh, level 16, you get to see the color blurt ball. So that would that would convince most anyone that it, not surely who says if God wanted us to see blurt ball, he wouldn't have kept it hitting a uh, a mysterious man walks in named Mr. Stone. He's a lawyer and he represents the estate of Pierce Hawthorne. And thus begins the premise of the episode, which is that he has to give everyone in the room polygraph tests uh, to make sure that none of them killed Pierce Hawthorne. And mm-hmm. then the reveal later is that they have all been written into his will and they only get their bequeathments once it has been proven that they are not the murderer of one Pierce Hawthorne. Right. And we also get in the tag, his actual cause of death, making this whole thing a waste of time. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so it is, it's, much- it's, it's, it's very good. Whenever we have a bottle episode, it ends up being a giant argument between everybody in the study group, which is right. always great. Because much like um, cooperative calligraphy, this episode, which, again, takes its name from that episode, it takes place in the same study room. They're both bottle episodes. Mm -hmm. Not as much nudity. Not not as much nudity. Um, That's the one thing I will will knock it on. mm -hmm. If Ben Folds is the plus to everything... Lack of nudity is the minus absolutely. to everything. That's need- <laughs> that's the grading scale. Um, right. Yes, absolutely. So much like cooperative calligraphy, little things turn into giant arguments. This time, very much Some directed. Some are bigger things that become big arguments too. Very much directed by 
Pierce posthumously, who yes. has basically he is such a good uh instigator of yes. anger that he knows how to push people's buttons in his will. Like yeah. the lawyer comes in, Mr. Stone, he has to ask all these questions as worded by Pierce. And uh, so, you know, things like um, Britta, did you murder Pierce? Uh, and she says no. And then um, in all your sexual fantasies about him, none of them involved his murder. And she, when she denies it, she's like, but you did have sexual fantasies about him. Um, so, like, it's all it's, this kind of it's exactly Pierce being Pierce minus yeah. a Chevy Chase, which is seems to be the best case uh, of Pierce. Um, and so, I mean, I wrote, I wrote down a lot of notes about this, but it's mostly just like, it is mostly just things that Pierce asks through his lawyer and then them getting in arguments about it. Pretty much. It's kind of the crux of the episode. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that we want to go through and be like, they do this and they said this. Yeah, um, I mean, there's some egregious stuff like Annie drugging everyone and Abed uh-huh, that putting, one's really bad. Yeah, Abed putting GPS trackers on everyone, also really bad, including Pierce, who he was trying to get it back from at, at the funeral mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he's not moving anymore, mm-hmm. which makes a certain level of sense, mm-hmm. but then is awful. <laughs> yes. And uh, Chang masturbated in the study room and also everywhere, as we find out. Um, And he feels much better having that off of his chest. And boy, I'm not. Uh Uh-huh. Funny how that works, right? (laughs) It's it's like he's lobbing a hand grenade in there. It's like, I feel great now. Mm Mm-hmm. Abed never 9-11'd anyone, nor did he ever kill a squirrel with a slingshot and wonder if he could do that with a person. Although there, there a, is there a delay. A, <laughs> yes, there is a I'm delay. Could, the delay and of like, everyone's looking at When he like, finally says sure? no, and then the, the lady running the polygraph nods, everyone which, does everyone just, is just like sigh of relief. Which, by the way, the technician, the best character in the episode. Just every interaction is so incredible. It's like, she did know that. She is not believing that. It's like, I know that. It's very, my, it's, my favorite, it's so good. My favorite line from her is that, um, because in the, in the first round, it's like, please state your name. And, and uh, then, you know, the first questions come out. And this, this first round is just the calibration round. Right. Mind you. Which also ends in an argument. <laughs> But when he asks Troy for his name, yes. he says Troy Barnes, and then he's like, oh, I meant to say Butts Carlton. And she's like, he did mean to say Butts Carlton, <laughs> as though that's some sort of huge r- r- uh, revelation oh, of man. like... It's so funny. Of like, oh, I would have never expected when he said, I meant to say Butts Carlton, that he'd be telling the truth about it. <laughs> but obviously he's telling the truth because it's Troy. He wouldn't not tell the truth about it. But yeah, she's yeah. just like, he did mean to say Butts Carlton. And also he would want to say Butts Carlton. It's a great name. Mr. Barnes, state your name. Troy Barnes. Oh, I meant to say Butts Carlton. 
You did mean to say Butts Carlton. It's a great name. Um, <laughs> God, it's which, so good. I have that written down just as the quote and then the laughing, crying emoji. <laughs> like, that's all I needed. I did once. Uh, some friends and I were um, deciding what uh, what tabletop RPG to, to do next. Because sure. ba- back in the day when I had a, um, a regular group who would meet every week. We'd finish a game and then like everyone always had ideas on what to you oh, know, sure. what to do next. So we were voting on what uh, to do. And so somebody put together a uh, is actually a friend of the podcast, Nate, who famously doesn't eat babies, Correct. put together a Google form for us to vote on what we wanted to play next. And then at Not the bottom, it had it. like a, you know, who was filling this out? And I... <laughs> It's it's a it's a reference to um party down but um okay. in the in the name field rather than putting my name I put scrotum phillips <laughs> <laughs> No that's a good choice I appreciate it New guy I totally forgot your name It's funny cuz uh, people usually remember it Why is that It's scrotum phillips Ha Well while counting the results uh he was like, yeah, okay, this is what, unless, who put Scrotum Phillips? And I was like, oh, that was me. Uh, obviously. Like, yeah, yeah. much like Troy is always going to be the Butts Carlton, I'm always going to be the Scrotum Phillips. It's, it's all about the body parts and then the mm-hmm. real na- last mm-hmm. name. It's great. <laughs> uh, Butts Carlton and Scrotum Phillips sounds like a buddy cop movie that I Doesn't do not it? want to see. Or, it sounds alternatively... Absolutely awful. Or alternatively, I want to see more than anything else in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, All Cops Are Bastards does include Butts Carlton and Scrotum Phillips, the Dang buddy it. cop movie. Dang it, you're right, and that sucks, and I feel bad about it. I feel bad about this hypothetical cop movie. Anyways, Butts Carlton, very good name. Scrotum Phillips, incredible name. Um, also, decent name. Um, I don't have the reference for that, but I'm sure it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only watched see. a little bit of Party Down, so it's very good. I recommend. Um, it does not have Ben Folds in it, though. Uh, it's true. It's not. You know, you, you, it doesn't get the plus. Mm-hmm. Annie has overcharged Troy and Abed uh, ten dollars every month to put it into a savings account with four yeah. percent interest. It's it's a th- it's a way to kind of because she knows that they're not very good with money. Um, mm-hmm. Which leads directly to anti-Semitism, uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. But it is also called out in the show. It's like, hey, is that being anti-Semitic? And it's like, it's not when you're, uh, I don't remember what Shirley says, but she Shirley is kind there's, of being anti-Semitic. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of things said in this episode. Uh, a lot of things that's, that get said and aren't taken back. Um. So that's kind of everyone starts yelling, and then we find out that's just the calibration round. Yep. Um, I do like Jeff's line where he's like, because everyone's like, oh, what we got to do it for Pierce. And he's like, respect for the dead is only a thing because the dead usually don't do more damage. Very astute of Jeff. Yeah. I, the way you said it hit, it hit, it hit, hit different. I'm the new Jeff Winger. All Winger speeches go through me now because it hits different. Mm -hmm. It does hit different. I'll say this. uh, Joel McHale as Jeff 
you kind of get you you get the winger speech and it's like yeah okay you're getting a winger speech it comes through ben of good morning greendale it hits different i can't believe they rebooted community and they made me a short stocky bald man the new jeff winger mm-hmm. um really weird choice in I really, casting i would have um, i'm surprised because you went out for the dean and you got jeff uh-huh i mean look and i got and i got neil i i can't i can't pull off the dean's fashion uh, anywhere that's near fair. as well as the dean can um would i try absolutely see that am i gonna be am i gonna be mad when they're like nah nah dude you didn't pull it off. I, i'm like no that's fair that is fair because but, like but not you didn't pull it off and i understand you really mm-hmm. hoping to be dean but we do have another role f- that we think you're perfect for it is mm-hmm. jeff the main character mm-hmm. Would you oh be okay willing? yeah cool i'll I'll do that um <laughs> sounds great okay so now you have to be cool and suave which we know you can do because we saw your your audition to uh-huh. be dean i'm i'm so cool and so suave um so round two begins so there, i guess the first round because the first round was a calibration round the real first round begins we find out that pierce hawthorne's estate is worth over 20 million dollars somehow despite i think he got disowned at one point um i feel eh. like there's some continuity weird well and then because um Cause- it's Gilbert's. Gilbert got the inheritance from right, but I my the video game my yes from video game, uh. But my my a normal thing to say the he way, got the, the inheritance that, from the video game. The Go way ahead. that it's said when uh the bequeathals begin is that uh the Pierce owns stock of Hawthorne wipes, even though he may not be the like CEO. Or okay, running so he owns all that and can bequeath that okay that's so my I'm, interpretation i could be wrong i am also a both a very strong beer and a rum and coke in so who knows i'm just a filthy poor who doesn't understand how money works so who knows who knows how much money he has um if you if if you are a, a rich person please tweet at pod, uh, podcasts Please tweet at podcast. <laughs> Actually, I do. Just let, yeah, hey, and if you're not part of the, if you're a rich person and you're not part of the Patreon, hey, 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 could you, could you do that? Hit us up. I do actually know exactly how much money Pierce Hawthorne has, and it's zero because he can't take it with you. Right, because he is dead and he's in an energon tube. Uh, we find out a bunch more bad stuff. Britta was high during, uh, Shirley's son's baptism. She got high in the parking lot, which is where Jesus gets his mail. Right. Um, Important to note that Jesus does get his mail at church. Jeff still has a pair of Britta's underwear from when they were sleeping together. And it's presented as a conquest, which is, has a lot of weird feeling to it. It's a very, it's a very weird, it is a very weird path. That we take to get there because the question is, um, is it true that you keep trophies of your sexual conquests? And then he's like, well, you know, sure, because I'm a single guy. Ladies stay over. Inevitably, they leave something behind and like, you know, you don't see him again. So like and then we find out that he still has a pair of Britta's undies. A person that he sees every single day and could right. at any time have been like, oh, by the way, 
I, I was cleaning. I was cleaning my apartment, and I found this. And then he tries to deflect, and then all uh, of a sudden, I feel like at one point he she he, says, he goes from. Oh, go ahead. I believe at one point she says that Jeff told her that a hawk to- took them. Yes, she says a hawk which took is them. A, it's an incredible lie to do. Just an incredible lie. Yes. What? What? <laughs> What, how, how is that credulous at all? Like, how? I w- absolutely not. No, sir. On the one hand, I'm like, it's wild that the setup for this show is Jeff was a very successful lawyer who got caught <laughs> cheating about he how he had a uh, or lying about how he had a a degree, um, and that he's some sort of mastermind of of verbal uh, gymnastics in order to be such a good lawyer, and then when. Uh, a woman a woman that he's sleeping with slash actual friend is like hey what happened to the underwear that i was wearing that night and he's like oh a hawk took them like that's the thing he can come up with he ro- oh <laughs> you know he may not have rolled the brain nat 20 but he definitely uh-huh. rolled the persuasion nat 20 because in fairness it worked bringing it back around it worked so like is it just he knows he doesn't have to work hard because like Britta's gonna Ooh. believe a hawk just like swooped in into his apartment somehow, took a singular pair of panties and flew off into the night, and like now, yes, g- very good <laughs> points, very good points you're making. I also wonder if she took it as a compliment. Mm, mm-hmm. That. She's they, so in touch with nature that nature exactly. would want to First take off, this I wanna, undies. Uh, ben, I w- uh, just mm-hmm. a sidebar for me and you. Thank God I did not have a ramp off of that. And mm-hmm. thank you for for saving me in that moment. All right, we're back on the show. The show is actually happening now. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's wild that like that's his excuse when he's like hotshot lawyer guy. And he's like, oh, a hawk took it. Um but, but then, so now, now, he, now we don't know if he like constructed a whole mm-hmm. long, like a long con of a of a hawk and like got somebody to dress up in a hawk costume or something mm-hmm. like that. Got it on a grainy film video, like like a like a Bigfoot or whatever, um, and then showed her that and been like, so "Look at this hawk! It took it." Mm-hmm. And then do you, you got think, video ed- evidence. Do you think he has like a sound clip on his phone of like hawk underscore one dot wav and then? Is that way he can be like, oh, I I don't know. Like, I think I saw a hawk take it. And then he plays it. And it's just like, and then she's like, oh, my God, a hawk came in and stole my underwear. I believe this. Or or is it just is it just she is so ready to believe that a hawk wants to steal her underwear? I have when you when you talk about Jeff having hawk underscore one dot (laughs) W.A.V. on his phone, I've never been. More sure of anything in my entire life. <laughs> he absolutely has Hawk underscore one dot WAV on his phone and probably uses it a lot. Do you think maybe like he uh, he had a different sound effect? Like he was like, oh, one of my neighbors, I caught him like st- st- uh, breaking into my uh, like he was ready to tell a whole story about like how his neighbor Hank Sure. Broke in to steal it. So he's scrolling through and he hits the H's and he yeah. tries to hit Hank, but he hits Hawk instead. And he's like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. Uh, a Hawk. A Hawk yeah, took yeah. it. 
Didn't for, didn't you just okay. hear that hawk? The yeah. hawk broke in and stole underwear. <laughs> uh, to to go behind the scenes a little bit, I wasn't sure where you were going when you went to Hank. Though I was like, okay, he's gonna be like, he's gonna scroll down to H and be like, found I found a, a Hank, uh, and it's just Hank Hill going whoa. I legitimately thought you were going to make a King Uh of the Hill reference, and then you didn't, and I'm proud of you. No, because Hank is close to Hawk. I mean, Hank is also close to Hank Hill. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, but that that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Right, but my brain works in mysterious ways. As is true for all of us. Um, But yeah, uh, anyways, uh, we've spent way too long talking about Britta's underwear, but the point is... Or not long enough. Uh, this is now a Britta's underwear podcast. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to do a lot of weird crap that this crossing a line. Um, anyways, I would do uh, anything does, for podcasts, but I won't do that. It does. It does go from like, Oh, I don't know. You know, sometimes the, the women that I bring home accidentally leave stuff to like, not only am I interested in keeping women's underwear, but it can't be stuff that I just buy online. It has to be conquest. Right. Like That's on the, on it, the flip of turned. a dime. Like he is just like, he's, he's just immediately just like, oh, you know, sometimes it would tell like, I need the conquest panties. Right. Like I could see. I can't believe I found. just said that phrase and I, I hate, Damn, I'm going to delete my own account. Uh-huh. Uh, and by account, I mean podcast. N- known wife guy. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you know, it 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 is somewhat reasonable when he's like, "Oh, people leave stuff in my apartment. I want to keep it so that they if they need it back at some point." But then it goes to the conquest part and I'm like, "No, sir. Absolutely uh-huh. not." But then again, I was thinking like people leave like, "Oh, I left my ID. I don't I don't know what mm-hmm. people leave in apartments. Uh, uh 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 my hat. I left my hat. Can I get my hat back?" Not I left my panties there. Can I have them back? Oh, they were taken by a hawk, you say? And now you say oh. it's a conquest. <laughs> Thank you, hawk underscore one dot WAV. Um, I really hope you find one and you're like, and also this this week, we're also giving you a WAV file. I thought you were going to say this week we're brought to you by Big Hawk. <laughs> this week we're brought to you by hawk underscore one dot WAV. You know what? I see. I, I, you know, the more and more we do this podcast, I see why we're we're commonly known as the dumbest community podcast, the worst community podcast. Well, I so, wasn't sure about that, but we sure we sure aren't smart. We also find out Troy didn't really invent the best friends handshake. He got it off of a YouTube channel. It really uh, which shakes is literally Abed just to his core. Two dudes who are like, "Yo, this is a fun handshake you can do with your friends." Slap, slap, uh, like and subscribe. End of video. Now here, here's my thought when I watch this as a, uh, God, I hate this word, a content creator. Uh huh. Damn, I wish I was in on that. That rules. You do like three minutes. You're like you uh-huh. do a minute of filming and then you cut it together and you have a five second. You can sell ads against that. It's perfect. We we spent more of our life talking about Britta's underwear than they did. They did oh. doing a single handshake. Now, in fairness, when you're making a, a video, you've got to do a lot of prep work. There's lighting. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to have a script. You know, there's for every like minute of video, you're doing like an hour of work. So, right, like, right, right. you know. Whereas on an improv- still, a- improvisational, 
when you're doing an improv podcast, you're doing about 30 minutes of work for an hour of nonsense. Uh-huh. So we find out, uh, this is where we find out Abed planted uh, geolocation devices um, that he says you will never find them, which makes me question where the hell they are on a person. Very concerning. Um, and he dosed everyone with amphetamine that time. Um, Abed made a fake Facebook profile for to be Annie's internet boyfriend, uh, pole vaulting Olympic hopeful Brent Underjaw. So that's a thing. Yep. Um, which he did in the name of breakfast, because when Annie's a- happy and in a relationship, she wakes up and makes pancakes. And I got to say, of all <laughs> oh of boy. the of all of the atrocities in this episode, doing something in the name of pancakes doesn't excuse it. But I can at least be like, <laughs> all right, all right, I get it. You know what? I get it. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure there are other ways to get to pancakes, but but you're right. I don't I don't live very close to uh, one of the international houses, so uh-huh. it's tough for me to get to one of those. And it would be much simpler if I could up, apparently catfish my my uh, my roommates to make them mm-hmm. make uh, pancakes. Uh, um, because I my my current uh, I live with my wife and she doesn't like pancakes. I mean, come on, right? Ugh. You know you know what they say about that. Divorce. So the grand finale. Known wife guy of Good Morning Greendale, Mike divorces said wife. Are you? That's not are happening. You, That's are not you happening. Making not happening. headlines, making fake headlines <laughs> in papers that are apparently talking oh, yeah. about us yeah, yeah. two dinguses who do this, who do the what? worst community yeah, yeah. podcast. Washington mm-hmm. Post, New York Times, breathless reporting. The Gotta grand get finale. The masses is. This is, is the dumbest one we've done. We've d- we do some dumb podcasts, but this is pretty dumb. The grand finale is uh, the lawyer again reading Pierce's words, asking some final questions, and they are all heartfelt. Like Britta, Not all of them. But go on. <laughs> they are mostly heartfelt. Like Britta, do you know that you hate yourself more than you should, and your passion inspired me? And she gets. The iPod Nano, as prophesized in as prophesized, the yes. Schmitty episode. Proud iPod Nano owner. She does get the yellow one, which I feel like is appropriate. It's a pr- an appropriate uh, iPod Nano color for Britta, I think. Oh, yeah. I totally That's, agree It's a very that. Britta yeah. color. It's very um, just, Britta. Just, just as an aside on the aesthetics sure. of iPod Nanos, because you know what? I, I, I love, I loved my iPod Nano. I still got it. It's literally on my desk. Oh hell um, yeah! You're gonna have to take a picture of it and send it out with the. Uh, look at that! Nice. Li- literally got it on my desk. I like got the blue, blue one, fifth cobalt? gen. It's very nice. Um, take a picture of it and send it out as the picture for this podcast episode. iPod Nanos uh, were great and um, just absolutely wonderful. Uh, I loved, I loved this little thing, and the battery is basically dead in it. Um, but phenomenal, phenomenal. And I you feel, know what? I, I feel like we need missed. to play. Uh, I, I, if I had the ability to play taps right now, I would. But know that mm-hmm. I'm saluting. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm saluting the, 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 the fallen iPod Nano. Uh huh. Yeah, I've got some taps for you. Oh, excellent. Damn it! It is that. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> I. 
should have known. Honestly, like I, you're, you're like, you're like, clearly we're ramping up to a joke and I'm like, you, I've got some taps for you. I'm like, okay. All right, let's go. So uh, she gets the iPod Damn Nano. It, so uh, a great thing. A great thing that I love. Yes. And of also, um, oh, and the the color. I just wanted because like the color, like you back in the day, you'd see someone with an iPod Nano and like the color, you'd see meant, the color. means a lot. Yeah. And you it's it's not as telling as what their favorite Nicolas Cage movie is, but it it, it does tell you a lot about them. Right. And I got I got the blue one because that was that was that's me. a good choice. It's, I, a, it's a very a, me thing. Yeah. I, and honestly, I would have probably gone for blue myself. Blue is my favorite color. So, she also gets a vial of hyper virile sperm in case oh. she ever decides to give up her quote lesbian tendencies unquote or whatever. Now, if um, you're worried that <clears throat> she's the only one that got sperm, don't be. Yeah, because uh, he he says, um, "Surely uh, you're a credit to your race and gender." And I was intimidated by your business acumen. Uh, she gets a timeshare in Florida to go uh, go there with uh, that guy and however many kids she has, uh, and then also gets a vial right. of sperm. To Annie, he's like, did you know that you're always my favorite? And he gives her the tiara that he tried to give her before, because he says in that episode, like, she's my favorite. I wanted right. to give her the tiara because she's my favorite. Uh, she also gets the sperm. Yeah. Um, and uh, to Jeff, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Uh, he does not. He's he not basically just everyone. accuses him of being gay again because he's like, Jeff, did you know you're gay? And he says no. And then the lawyer literally says, agree to disagree, because that's written in yes. the thing. Jeff Winger, did you know you're gay? No. Agree to disagree. To you, I leave this bottle of fine scotch so that you're less tempted to drink this cylinder of even finer sperm. Because uh, Pierce gets, knew what Jeff would say, because uh-huh. he's he not. <laughs> a bottle of 40-year-old scotch, um, which I got to say to the prop department, um, unless it's just like buying a bag of Let's Chips where like it's like some company that does it. Very convincing label as someone who's bought a lot of scotch. Yeah, it was it very looks, convincing. It's very convincing label. And it's 40 years old. What's the oldest scotch you've ever had, Mike? Oh, trust me, you do not want to ask this question. I'm not a Scotch person. Uh, I've been to Scotland, so I've probably mm-hmm. had somewhere around like, you know, maybe on one of the tastings, maybe like a 12, maybe. I've had a 25-year-old Scotch. And let me tell you, I spent way too much money on it because uh, a, a place near where I used to live uh, was doing their like first like they had been open for a year and they were doing a birthday celebration for themselves and they had a bottle of 25 year old Lafrogue that they were going to okay. open and they were going to give the sell glasses for like you know 10 bucks or whatever sure. which is hella cheap for that and I showed up a mere half hour late because I slept in and they're like oh yeah no we sold out of that instantly pretty much and instantly, I was like yeah. well I showed up to drink a, a glass of 25-year-old scotch, so I guess I'm going to spend way more money than that. And I did. And I don't regret it because I did get to try a glass of 25-year-old scotch. Couldn't tell you which one it was now, but it was very good. Probably wouldn't do it again because it was very expensive. Fair enough. Now, um, I, I believe uh, Jeff's favorite is Macallan. Am I right on that? I think so. Okay. So I did a quick Google search of Macallan 40. Um, there is a the Macallan the Red Connection collection, 40-year-old whiskey, 
uh, bottled in uh, 2020. Uh, would you like to guess the price in pounds? I don't know how many pounds are. Can you convert that to a, a U.S. dollar amount? Yes, I will do so right at, right in the moment. I know they're pretty similar, but also there's a part of me that's like, I don't know. One pound is like 40 U.S. dollars. Who knows? I don't understand sure. how currency works. Okay, I have converted it. Uh, guess in U.S. dollars. In U.S. dollars. A 40-year-old Macallan The Red Collection. Uh, now, I'm going to assume that there's no, like, because, you know, you, you've got to pay, like, import duties and stuff. I'm guessing just, since it's in British pounds. We're going list price. We're just going I'm list gonna, price. Okay. So I'm going to say that one bottle of that is going to be $2,170 American. Okay. So so 2000 American is kind of where you're at. $2,170 American. How about $37,314.53? Oh, God. $37,000? Yes. It is 35,000 pounds, which is $37,000. 30. I was off by, by an, an order, order of magnitude. magnitude. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You pop, were. Pop, pop. Pop, um, uh, Yes, holy, that is. Holy hell. Yes, that is. Uh, it is also the cheapest version of a Macallan oh, you good. can get. Oh, uh, good. There is a fine and rare thirty-five-year-old uh, whiskey from nineteen, apparently nineteen forty. I don't believe that. Uh, but for forty-five thousand dollars American. Um. So yes, if you're looking for some, some old Scotch, not old gin, different thing. Uh, if you're looking for some 40-year-old scotch, you're going to be uh, pray, paying a... Pre- now, I will say, uh, worldwide delivery will be free because uh, hardtofindwhiskey.com be. <laughs> says that worldwide delivery free f- will be free for orders over 500 pounds. And this is over 500 pounds. A little bit. Um, he also uh, gets a vial of hypervirile sperm. How many um, do you think I can add to my basket before they say, no, you're not actually going to do this. Stop wasting our time. Uh, one probably. <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot I was a podcaster there for a moment. He he gets he gets the sperm. Um, I will and take then, the well whiskey. Thank you. Uh, Abed doesn't get anything. He's just like Abed. Did you know you're insane and nothing you ever said made any made any sense to me? Here's your sperm. He doesn't get <laughs> anything. Well, is that yes? But is that Abed or him re- realizing Abed has his own kind of like, you know, he 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 wouldn't. There's nothing that Pierce can give Abed that Abed would think is, you know, would would care in that way about. I'm I'm sure that there are things that he could with with millions of dollars at his disposal. Sure, he can get Jeff a thirty five thousand british pounds bottle of scotch yeah he no, can't fair. get he can't get abed like a first edition superman like yeah, superman I, one, yeah, volume I, one i my like, brain went to like a really fine laser disc collection for some reason uh-huh i mean like do that or like uh, you know the the, the, the the first super mario 64 game to ever go for a million dollars or something Right. Like there, I'm sure I'm sure there is something. I mean, he he was going absolutely wild for a hyper edition, hyper rare edition of uh, the Dark Knight, 
with like 40 kajillion oh, yeah. uh, uh, commentary tracks. He lost his like, damn mind about that. You you get him something. <laughs> you get him something in that same vein. Sure. You can do you can do that. But instead, he just gets called insane and a <laughs> uh, vial of sperm. Um, which also, I I I I'm glad I remembered because I forgot to put it in my notes. Uh, Gillian Jacobs has one of those vials. Cause she just kept stealing all the props Hell and yeah. I love it. Like That's she, the way she to do it. showed it when they did the table read and she was like, here's the vial. And it's just a freaking prop vial that was supposed to have super virile Pierce Hawthorne uh-huh. sperm in it. And I'm like, I love this for I her. Love, this I is love great. the fact that she stole it. That's very good. It's so great. She took so many things and I love that. <laughs> what a, what an amazing thing. Um, uh, we, 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 we salute her on this podcast. We, we salute Gillian Jacobs on this podcast. Bravo. You hero. You absolute hero. Now, if they do make a movie, I want to see that hyper virile sperm vial. You know, you, You, it's gotta, it's gotta make an appearance. Opening, opening shot, right? The sun (laughs) is rising and like. R- rays of light are are being cast <laughs> through through some blinds those ra- you know dust everywhere so those rays are just like super oh, yeah. like yeah, you know concentrated and then like the Ooh. camera pans over and it is lighting up a vial of super virile sperm sitting on Britta Perry's absolutely. desk like it has to yes absolutely opening shot or yeah. a riot <laughs> You hear that, Dan Harmon? Obviously you don't because you don't listen to this stuff. I make the calls now. The worst community podcast that exists. We make the we make the calls now, baby. Not only not only is Ben Jeff, Ben also directs. I'm Jeff. I'm directing. I'm uh, director of photography because no one's gonna light that super virile sperm shot like I'm gonna light that super virile sperm shot. I I'm playing Pierce Hawthorne's son. <laughs> he has a strange son. Uh, I was trying to think of a name that rhymes with Pierce, and I really backed myself into a corner with that one. Of all the um, things. Lance. Lance Hawthorne. That works. I'm, Excellent. I'm Lance Hawthorne. I, I hated my dad, my estranged dad. Excellent. <laughs> Good that's, job. That's my we're, first line in the sh- in the uh, the movie, of course. We're taking we're taking over, and um, <laughs> we'll do our own much, community po- uh, movie. <laughs> much like the reviews for this podcast, everyone's gonna hate it. So, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming to the end of these. Um, go ahead. <laughs> and then, uh, lastly, uh, he's like Troy. Did you know that you have the heart of a hero? And it's up to you to not waste it like I did. Uh, and then he gets the obligatory sperm. And then um, in addition, well, because Troy's like, you know, maybe it's just because everyone else got uh, the sperm. But like, I'm kind of disappointed. But then in addition, Pierce is prepared to leave Troy the remainder of his stake in Hawthorne Wipes valued at 14.3 million American U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. On the condition that he sails around the world in his boat, the Childish Tycoon, which I feel like is a little bit of a play on the Childish Gambino. Yep. Um, Absolutely very good. It is. 
Troy after a beat because Jeff is like, look, I'm a lawyer. We can, we can figure can, out something can, else to get around There's a this. loophole. And Troy is just like, no, I'm going to do it. Because like Pierce is Pierce can give me something that I've always wanted my whole life. Millions of dollars and becoming a man and whatever. Right. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he everybody's kind of shocked by that. So they just kind of like, I think everybody's, uh, Jeff is speechless, which is uh, saying something for Jeff. And Annie's just like, please, somebody say something. And no one does. And he, uh-huh. you know, Abed's, uh, Abed's like, cool, 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 cool. And then, the, which is immediately called out as a lie. Uh huh. Um, and that's where the episode ends. Uh, and then we go to the tag where which it's is- the lawyer. It's a real tonal shift. Oh, Abed, real tonal shift. Abed, super sad. And then we go to them, all them at a bar, and they're all sitting there like awkwardly crammed into a booth while the lawyer is like, oh, man. Oh, it was so wild. The looks on your faces. I can't believe it. Oh, like he's he's freaking out. He's like, this is who I really am. I'm not stuffy like that. I'm just I'm wild and crazy. Hey, I have an idea about a movie about a guy who does polygraph tests, but he's too handsome. And so Mm -hmm. all of the people he's interviewing are too distracted. And then this is also when we find out uh, that Pierce Hawthorne died because uh, he died from dehydration, filling up all of the cylinders of sperm. He didn't want to pace himself. He wanted to get it all done. You got to pace yourself, man. You, you got gotta. to pace yourself, especially or, at that age, or, especially like, you know, when I was when I was like when I was like 16. Sure. You know what? Let's go all day, man. But like Pierce Hawthorne, this we've gotten to a point where we're talking. It's it's ring my bell in here. Pierce Hawthorne, you know, when you're that age, you got it. You got to pace yourself. Gatorade. Um, you got to get some electrolytes in there uh, at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe have a have a taco or two in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is uh, the end of the episode for realsies. For and realsies. that means that it is time for grades. <laughs> so I did expect it that time. Uh, but doesn't make it any less frustrating. <laughs> While I do prefer the live stream table read with Pedro Pascal because of the way they kept breaking, because it is a legitimately it's, it's hilarious thing to just say. Also, sperm. Um, this is a this is an A plus episode. This is you know uh, y- y- you get so much of what the study group is about and how they're they're kind of weirdly codependent. Uh, relationships kind of meld into one another. You get you get Pierce without the Pierce, if that makes sense. Uh, with uh, Mr. Stone being kind of a jerk, but like being written to be a jerk by somebody who is a jerk. Uh, it's 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 just so so good. It's I can't even say like I just I I legitimately only took like three or four notes to remind me of stuff, one of which was Butts Carlton just to make sure that everybody's nice. aware of that. Um but like I just kind of forgot to take notes and just enjoyed the episode. It's a very good episode. I love it very much. Um there's something about community and bottle episodes, especially one that is uh, a reference to uh collaborative uh, cooperative calligraphy that's just it's just so good 
Um, so I am going to give it an A+. I love this episode. It's very good. Um, I don't want to think more about Pierce and his sperm. Thank you. Not until the movie where the opening shot right. is going to be. The opening be... shot I'll allow, but like until then, no more. Uh-huh. The uh, opening Pierce shot sperm. of Good Morning Greendale Presents Community, the community movie. Written by Ben. It's Mike, be, executive producer. It's going to be great. Um, I will admit that I think it's kind of impossible for me now to separate this out from the virtual table read. Right. Because I agree. The virtual table read was even better than this episode because they kept breaking, because they had Pedro Pascal on, who literally every time he had to read lines about the the canisters of sperm, he... Just uncontrollable. Died. Like uncontrollable. It, it's great. If you have not seen them do the table read of this episode, go look it up because it is it's amazing. Like, yeah, it is. I've I've I watched it when they did it, and then I watched it like a week later because I was just like, hey, you know, it's it's still April of 2020, and I'm sad <laughs> for complex reasons. I'm going to watch this thing where Pedro Pascal keeps breaking because he has to read lines about super virile sperm and it being in canisters and being bequeathed to people. Um, it's very good. So I admittedly, I cannot truly um, separate that out from this episode sure. because if I do, I think I'm going to be too harsh on the actual episode. Okay. Out of the fear of being like, oh, but it's a, it's a different thing and it has to be like, so I don't think I can actually do that. Okay. Um, with that said, the things that I can ob- more objectively say about this episode is it's doing what classic community does best, which is putting a bunch of very codependent but also kind of selfish people all together in a room for 24 minutes and then watching the chaos happen. Right. Um, and um, it is interesting that it's a callback to cooperative, co- cooperative po- uh, calligraphy because it's kind of a lot of the same idea of like, oh, all these kind of narcissistic codependent right. people are freaking out about trust over a purple pen. And here it's like Pierce sowing the seeds of chaos from beyond the grave. But it's still the same. It's still the same arguments of like Annie and Abed kind of think they know what's best for the rest of the group. And so they do things without thinking about it. And uh, Jeff kind of doesn't care. And, is kind of gross. Um, and so he steals underwear and blames it on Hawks. Um, and here is where you insert Hawk underscore one w- uh-huh. W-A-V. And um, so, you know, there's a lot of that same sort of energy, but they do it, the the framing of it as Pierce kind of being the reading of his will, but also a polygraph um, uh, uh, interview Yeah, is very it's it's the same but it's different and i think it's different enough that it's a very good episode um it does do that thing where it's like oh yeah no that's a lot of yelling them yelling at each other so if that's not as much your thing if that's not the reason you like community probably not one of your favorites but this episode 
it it does a lot of things right and it's very funny and it is going to inevitably earn more points because of that table read because of what watching that in march of or in april of 2020 meant to me specifically sure um so between all of that you know it's it's definitely an a plus i mean what a what a wild episode um plus plus it fulfills the the brita getting an ipod nano uh thing like that throwaway joke yeah absolutely that is one of those things where it's like you know it's like the beetlejuice joke where it's like this was set up years ago or the fact that annie mentions the ass crack bandit in season two or like but like the fact that brita gets the ipod nano as described at the end of that episode it's very funny. Like, it's very good. I agree. It's community. It's community doing that. There, I think there's two kinds of best community. One is just like all these people kind of suck, and but they all need each other desperately, and that's this episode. Sure. And then there's the genre pastiches of like um, fistful of paintballs and right. basic lupine neurology, um, where it's like oh, but also they're doing these like high concepts stylistic pastiches those are the two best kinds of community yeah. and um they're they're great in different ways but they both excel and this one absolutely excels i think it's great a plus even absolutely. without ben folds and with uh, uh yeah sometimes even without the ben folds it got the plus i would have i would have had to take it to a minus because there's no nudity um in accordance with my with, new grading scheme right with our rubric but, yes but the the table read brings that back up to right, an a right, plus right. it's a very complicated grading scheme right. don't question it pedro pascal plus no nudity minus so mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. ben full it's like that pedro it's like pascal that gif of like world. the lady doing all the math in her head that's yeah. my grades but yeah. it's about it's about nudity and ben folds and pedro yeah. pascal and vials of super virile yeah. sperm and ipod nanos two slightly intoxicated me- white men talk about <laughs> how good good a television show is we figured out a new genre um so that's it that's the episode uh if we you would like to tell us what you think about this episode about iPod Nanos. What color of iPod Nano did you have? Interesting. Did you like the iPod Nano as much as I did? Because I loved it. I think it was absolutely great. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could, if I could get the battery replaced in it f- like easily, I would do so in a heartbeat. Um, what do you think about the uh, suggestion of the canister of sperm being the opening shot of the Community movie? Because. Um, I'm here to tell you that my genius cannot be stopped. I, I just l- literally love the, if you're coming to this movie without seeing any community, you're going to be like, this is not for you. Just uh-huh. like legitimately like throwing uh-huh. a door open like, being like, when, do you know what I'm talking about? And shoving it right back at people's face. When Joss Whedon did the Serenity movie, he really tried to make it so that you could come in without having seen the series. Obviously, sure. it was for people who had seen the series, but... uh he tried to make it so that, like, you know, if you'd never seen the series, you could still enjoy it. I can't imagine for a moment that Dan Harmon would make a movie where it's like, if you haven't seen the show, like, you will you will actually enjoy this. Like, you have to you have to know. Right. Like, it will be the most self-referential movie that has ever existed. 
Uh-huh. Um, God, we, I can't wait to watch it. We want to know all these things and more. Uh, would you rather be handcuffed to the most annoying person or camping with someone who likes you but you don't like them you can tell us these things by tweeting at good greendale you can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com where there's a contact form to uh let us know what you think uh we also have a uh patreon page it's mm-hmm. patreon.com slash back to futurama if you felt like supporting the worst community podcast on the internet that is us according to some reviewers <laughs> you know what we 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 have a lot of fun here but we 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 hope we put a smile on your face because that's what we do this for along with you know with making each other laugh honestly um <laughs> but but we hope we put a smile on your face even as we're being goofballs and uh yeah i hope hope this helps helps you on your day would you believe okay that a hawk stole your underwear good if- question if a former sex partner told you that's what happened. Yes, if there was Hawk underscore one dot WAV played. <laughs> uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Until next time, I have been Ben. I have been Mike. Here's I another canister of sperm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>